Hello and welcome to the Celtic View podcast. This week I'm joined by Celtic Women's Manager Fran Alonso, ahead of the season finale, game of the season away to Motherwell, in which Celtic could secure Champions League football next season. So a huge game. Fran, thank you very much for joining me. How are you and how have things been this week in training in the lead up to the game? Thank you very much. Uh, I'm, I'm brilliant. Thank you. Um, it's a pleasure always to be here. I think uh, the, the the team, you know, is is very very excited. Uh, you know, we can't wait for the game to come. Uh, it can, Sunday cannot come early enough. Uh, I think the preparation leading to the game has been brilliant in terms of our last twelve fixtures. Uh, you know, we just got a draw and the rest have been uh, wins, which is very very impressive. So psychologically and physically, we could be, with the amount of fixtures we had, we couldn't be in a better place. Uh, but of course, you you know we know Motherwell is a much improved side. That the first time we played them, um, they are well organized, and and you know uh, we we have we will have to be at our best to to try to to try to get the three points, which obviously we were guaranteed it, Champion League spot. And then from there, obviously we will try to do as as, as good as we can. But the most important thing, try try to fight our best to get the three points, uh, and then secure something that is you know unbelievable, uh, exciting for for the football club. Yeah. So you're, you're three points behind leaders Glasgow City and two points ahead of third place Rangers. So the fate is in the team's own hands. And I think coming into the final game of the season and, and being in this position would be an incredible achievement for yourself and for the players, particularly given that this is the, the first full season as a fully professional outfit. Yeah, 100%. I, I really, we, we like to set up uh, goals uh, as high as possible, but then we, we know that these goals are just as, as a reference. Uh, in terms of, you know, our performances have been game by game. Um, and at the moment, we are in, in almost in a perfect place. It's not the perfect place. The perfect place is where it would depend for us to win the league. But of course, I think for, for, for our very first year as professionals and considering that we got 10 teenagers in the team, uh, because we believe this is a long, long-term project, as well as you know, trying to get success as soon as possible. I think we, we have to be very proud. We have to be very proud, and and yeah. Um, also, the UEFA has put uh, a lot of financial reward this year, so the Champion League has changed the format. So it's the most exciting Champion League, Women Champion League ever. And if we manage to get there, it, it will be very, very special. The best Champion League ever with you know. With Celtic there for first time, uh, unbelievable. Um, so yeah, we will try to try to win the game because for us means the world. And then if we can get something else, even more delighted. But uh, Champion League spot is, is 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 what we can control, and hopefully hopefully we are talking about qualifying after Sunday. You've mentioned throughout this season the underdog label that's been put on this Celtic side on paper in relation to Glasgow City and Rangers who've had a huge amount of investment put into them. I was wondering if you had to reassess your messaging to the players, given that they have clearly outperformed this underdog label and, you know, coming into the last game of the season, looking back at the performances and the results, they are by no means underdogs anymore. I mean, we, we have been underdog because of the because of what you say, you know, the, obviously we, ha- we cannot ignore the, the, the investment uh, that the other two clubs has done is is, is huge uh, compared to ours. So you know, based on that and based on the history uh, of you know last thirteen leagues has been won by Glasgow City. That itself gives them the title of favorites, no matter what, no matter the investment. Um, so yeah, the, definitely we we were on paper the third favorites. But you know, um, if you work hard, if you believe, if you 
control what you can control and go game by game, you, you always can have a fight. And this is what we've done. Um, the noise from outside was, you know, really always play us down and that we didn't care. Um, if so, it motivates us to, to, to be even better. Uh, but I think as a team, we, we've been fantastic this year. We, we compete every single game uh, to the best of our ability. And we've been showing some versatility that other clubs, uh, other teams hasn't been able to show. We've been able to defend very clinically our box, to attack clinically when not many chances were uh, were um, created. And you know, on the games that we we managed to dominate, we went we went for as many goals as possible. And you know, I think we've been. I'm very proud of, of the way uh, the girls have competed. Um, still on paper is on paper, and that's what favorites and budgets that that what uh, what they are for. But yeah, competing wise. Uh, you know, I think we compete with, uh, best than any other team in the league, and and that's why it's in our hand to qualify for a Champions League, which is, would be an unbelievable achievement. I, I would be I would be delighted if we managed to do this, to do so. To be in that position is has been realised because of the the recent results as well. You touched on that just there. I think it's eleven wins and one draw in the the last twelve games. Would you say there was there was a turning point at some? part in this season that really sparked this incredible run that the team are on just now? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's true. It's, it's, it's uh, the last 12 games and also we only concede three goals in 12 games. And that means playing twice Rangers, playing twice Heaps, playing once Glasgow City. I mean, how difficult it is to, keep, to concede only three goals. It's, it's, it's been very, very impressive for us. Um, we fell, we fell personally, we fell uh, unlucky with the stop. The first stop came after we just beat Glasgow City. You know, so it actually kill us uh, psychologically because we managed to do something very difficult and then it didn't count. Uh, and then obviously because they were competing in the Champions League, they got a huge advantage in third preparations. The second time, um, you know, they lost 5-0. City lost 5-0 to Rangers. We beat Motherwell 5-0. And the following game, we have to play them. And again, the lockdown came when they were at the lowest point psychologically and, the, and we were at our highest. And then again, big break. They managed to, to recruit very well, to get so much stronger. And then, the, and uh, when we came back, that game is the is the worst is the worst game we play. Uh, we have a very bad game. Uh, we our standards weren't good enough, and and you know we didn't manage to to compete at our level. And that was probably the turning point. We knew that wasn't good enough. We knew uh, if you represent Celtic, you cannot play. You can lose, but you cannot play like that. Uh, that wasn't the fight that we always show. And from then, you know, everyone was in the same page. And in, unconditionally, regardless of the result. We always have seen this fight, this belief, this this uh, you know togetherness, and and that's why we are where we are. I think as a team we have, as I say, we have competed brilliantly. I I am very proud of of what what the how the girls have competed. Yeah, Caitlin Hayes spoke to the press ahead of this weekend's game, and she mentioned something that you touched on there as well was the togetherness of of the players. She said there is a really strong bonds between them all. I was wondering how big a factor do you think that has been in terms of the performances on the pitch? And is that something that you've had to consciously work on as well? Or has it just been a natural bond between all the players? Uh, so every time we are signing a player, before the player is signed, I always have one or two meetings uh, to the player. One is more about football and the other is just more, just, you know, what, what drive the player, what type of personality, because it's very important that the player we bring not only bring quality, but is, is somebody who is going to uh, embrace the, the, the values of, of the football team, which are the values of the football club. And um, that for me is very, very important. And it's the most important, I would say the most important part of my job. 
to make sure we all drive with fight, with passion toward the same, toward the same direction. Uh, so yeah, for me, the most important aspect of a team uh, is, is, is the chemistry between players because a, a psychological aspect, in my opinion, is, is 80% of, of football. I only give 20% to tactical, technical and physical. For me, the psychological part. So to be able to, in tough times or when, when, when you are not playing for a few games, uh, because you are on the bench, out of the squad, and then when you come on and make the difference you are making, that's because you care about the team more than you care about yourself. This is a very difficult thing to implement, and and you know I'm delighted that the girls that the girls uh, saw saw it that way, and that's why we we will be able to be successful because the team goes first. We got this we over me uh, culture, and and you know we love it, we love it, and that's why you see this togetherness, and especially uh, when we celebrate, you can see the way they celebrate what what means. Every single win against any opponent, what means to us? It means the world to us. Because our games start on Monday and finish on Sunday. But it's a week of hard work uh, preparing that game, regardless of the opponent. So when we achieve these three points, it means it means so much to us. So, and I think that's, that's, yeah, that's the strength of the team. Uh, we are like a, like a family. And on top of that, obviously, we, we, we got a lot of talent. Uh, we got experience, but we got a lot of talent and a lot of young, young talent. For me, in my opinion, the, the best young talent in the country is playing for Celtic. Yeah, that ability to sort of psychologically profile the players that you're bringing into your team, I can't imagine it, it's an easy thing and it's something that, you, that must have come with experience as well. And looking forward, if Celtic are indeed to, to get Champions League football, there'll be some big, big names um, attracted to Celtic and wanting to play in that. So you'll have some changes, I imagine, that you, you'll make over the summer and that job of keeping the core of the team and keeping that identity that you've created will be, be quite difficult, but I'm sure a welcome challenge. Yeah, uh, well, with the first comment you did, it's totally, it's exactly like that. Uh, I was uh, very, very lucky, very fortunate in my career um, when Pochettino signed for Southampton. Uh, he, he didn't speak uh, very good English. So all these individual meetings with players normally was, were tra translated by me. So I got access to these one-on-one uh, dialogues between top players and, and, and Mauricio. So imagine what I could learn there. So obviously I'm not as, I'm, you know, I, I only learned 20%, but learning 20% from Mauricio, that put you in a very good place. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, 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 I, I was very fortunate to learn from them. Obviously the, the man management of Ronald Koeman after that, again, is, you know, a lot of um, honesty, directness, uh, things that, that I didn't see before and, and you know, it really shocked you. And, uh, but you, when you see later the results and the impact that have in the individual player and the, the, the uh, um, tools you give the player to, to actually grow, um, I think this is something that I try to, I try to implement, sometimes successfully, sometimes unsuccessfully, of course. This is football. But yeah, that, that's, that's very, very important. That's the most important aspect of, of, of in my opinion, of football, uh, is to make sure you get the best from the person then you get the best from the player and then therefore you will get the best from, from the team. But the person always works first, in, in my opinion. And yeah, in terms of uh, what you say, in terms of recruitment, of course, especially if we do qualify for Champions League, we want not only to qualify for Champions League, but we would like to, to do as, as good as we can um, and try try to do our best to, to qualify for, for, for the group stages if we actually are lucky enough to qualify for, for the Champions League. Um, to, to do so, we, we will try to improve a little bit the quality on the team, but always respecting the core and always making sure we don't, I don't want to do uh, like other teams have decided to do, like maybe nine players out, 11 players out and 11, in theory, better players in. I, I don't believe in that because I believe in the group. And, you know, we got, we got great, great players uh, with us. 
that they already show me how, how hard they are willing to fight for, for the shirt. And that's for me the most important thing. So yeah, we will try to improve the team. Uh, like every year, some players will go, some players will stay, uh, like every other, every other team in the world. Uh, but we will try to, to, to keep this core uh, and this balance between very, very young talent, uh, which is the future of football, and on our experienced players and our players that, you know, Celtic mean the world to them, because it's very important that the new girls coming, they they already embrace the, the, the Celtic culture and what the club means to the people, to the community, to the fans. It's very, very important. And we got players that represent this perfectly because they are themselves, they are massive Celtic fans. So for me also, these girls are key uh, to, to, to develop um, the, the, the project we are trying to develop. So yeah, it's, it's, very, it's very exciting. And it's, uh, you know, it's, a, it's a very special club for that reason. Uh, I don't feel like we are a club. I feel we are a community. It's, it's, not, it's not only the board, it's not the team, it's not the coaches. It's the community, it's the, it's, it's the fans, it's the people that watch us, that we feel their, their support, we feel their, you know, their passion, and that gives us a lot of energy. And you can see in the performance uh, that in, it more, it's more than football for us. It's more than football. We, we see football as a tool to, to make happy benefits for a couple of hours, to make happy people. And that's why we try to play like we play. Like that's why we say, you know, uh, we always say in the changing room, uh, the fight at Celtic is non-negotiable. Um, and, and you can see that in the performance. And that's why I'm, I'm proud, uh, regardless of what happened on Sunday, I'm proud because the girls has done that every single week, um, apart from one game in Glasgow City where we didn't show any fight. And that's why we were so disappointed. But yeah. Um, I think a, a big part of the, the success and the reason that the team is in the position that it's in, and we've heard this from you and from the players as well, is is that approach of one game at a time. It's easy to maybe get ahead of yourself, fans getting excited, looking at the potential of Champions League football and, and silverware and things like that. But one game at a time is, is a mantra. I think we, we sort of hear a lot in, in football and, and because we hear it so often, it's maybe easy to take it for granted. But looking at the success of this team and looking at how often I've heard it come from you and the players, it seems to be really core to your approach to, to this season and to this success? Yeah, I, I make, you know, I made the same mistake uh, in the other way. So that my first year in, in women football, my first year, we, we won the league and then we won the next two leagues. And then it became something that we were talking about winning the league already in, in, in the first game of the season. Um, and then I learned that you put extra pressure in the team and sometimes was justifiable because we were the best team, sometimes it wasn't justifiable. Uh, because we weren't the best team and, and sometimes you lose focus and if you want to compete like we are competing in every game to show this fight, this spirit, to if you want to beat Rangers, you know, the, the in quality, one of the best teams, you know, to ever be in Scotland, if you want to beat them in the last 10 minutes of the games, every time you play them, you need a lot of focus, a lot of concentration, you need a, a lot of discipline. All this is easier to get when you are just focusing on, on the next game. And I will tell you even more. So obviously when we talk to the media, it's all about focusing on the next game, but with the girls, it's focused about the next action. You just miss a goal. It's about the next action. It's what you do after you miss a goal. If you miss a goal and you're frustrated or whatever, you are you are already allowing an overload for the opposition. So it's, it's even, it goes even smaller than that. It's what you do with every single action, with every single second ball. It's going to be Celtic second ball or it's going to be the opponent second ball. You know, all these little details is what, what uh, made... Uh, competing successful or unsuccessful, in my opinion. And that's why it's so important that we don't get carried away. We don't think about this year as well. We weren't, you know, it's good to dream, but we couldn't say, oh, yeah, we are favorites to win the league. We are favorites to, to win, to qualify for Champions League because we weren't. 
because it's true that we were on paper we were the third favorites and, and it's true it's not uh, you know sensationalist uh, opinion on is, is the truth but it doesn't mean that we are not now in the position we are because we have competed very well so yeah I don't know if it's a mantra, but it's definitely where I want the focus. I want the focus on the next game. Uh, I don't want the focus in two games after, because then we lose focus on right now, which is what matters the most. So I think we control what we can control. And normally, the by the byproduct is, is winning or being successful. But you have to control all these little actions, all these little details, work with our mental. Um, you know, everyone is it's easy to be concentrated and to do your best when everything is going well, when every time you shoot, you score. The difficulty is when the referee gets a bad decision that is obvious a bad decision, when you miss a very clear chance, you miss a penalty, or you concede a penalty that you shouldn't, how you react to that. That's the key of football. How would you deal with frustration? How do you deal with things? And that's why the focus always has to be uh, right now, because that's that's what, in my opinion, uh, is the only thing that we can control. The past is, is only in your head, and the, and the future hasn't happened yet. So it's only the present we can control. That's why... That's my approach, but it's not the right approach. It's just what I think helps us to keep the focus to uh, to be to be competing at the uh, at the best level we can. With that in mind, coming into this game against Motherwell, it's a huge game. There's, there's so much to to play for here. What do you expect from Motherwell in terms of what they can gain from the game, and and how are you preparing your players for this game? Are there any changes in what you would usually be doing for a game at the weekend? For me, it's very important, especially because we've been in an amazing run. It's very important to to carry on doing what we are doing. If we treat if we treat this game any different, then the game the, the girls might approach the game differently. And why we will do that if we've been approaching every game in this professional manner, in this with this focus from the beginning? So we are not going to do. But of course, for Motherwell, I believe they are going to be. You know, uh, the whole country is is with an eye on their game. Uh, they are going to get more exposure than they will normally get because they are they are going to be a key part in what happened in the league, whatever it might be, for the second position, for the first position. So they are going to have a lot of attention. So of course they are going to do they are going to want to do as best as they can. They are going to be in TV uh, and you know the whole the whole country is watching them. So they are going to be at their best. I'm sure of that. And on top of that, it's a team that has improved a lot from the first time we played them. They are they are tactically are much more aware. You can see they play longer because they are. Uh, more gel together, especially uh, they, are, they, they are very compact defending, but when they go forward, you can see now they are forming links. Uh, you know, they got a, a center forward that hold the ball very, very well and allow the team to get out um, so, and take the pressure from them. So uh, they are a good team. They are a good team. So for sure, we are not underestimating them. For sure, it's not like we don't think. It's, we know it's not going to be an easy game. For sure, that's, that, that's not going to happen. Uh, and we, we have to be at our best to, to get the three points because, as you say, it's a massive game because it's so much on stake. Champion League, especially this year, Champion League is more important than ever before for two reasons. First, because we are just after COVID with the impact, the negative impact that this has in every single club in the world, financial, financially. And, and because it's, you know, the, the UEFA has done an effort of improving the, the financial rewards and the, the format of the Champion League is, is, is amazing how the new Women's Champion League is going to be this year. So we really, really want to be there. It's, it's, it's a dream. It's really a dream. It's not something that we want. No, it's, it's something that we dream of. And, you know, we are just one game away to maybe achieve this. So uh, it would be, I would be all the money if, if we manage to do it. And, you know, it's closer than never, but it's not done yet. With the, the, the final run of fixtures that this weekend, Glasgow City and Rangers are also 
playing each other at the same time at 10 past four kickoff. Will you try and prevent any of your, your staff or players from keeping an eye on that score? Is it important to, to just ignore that until maybe close to full time, perhaps maybe at half time, some of your players might be asking what the other scores is. Is it, is it important just to, to try and keep their focus on the next 45 minutes and the remaining minutes in the game rather than knowing what's going on in the other game? Yeah, it is very important. As you say, uh, if you ask me now, I can see I can see what is the dream scenario. But if at half time uh, we are nil nil against Motherwell, for example, at that time, at that time, if Rangers are winning, which is what most of the fans might want, we are at, we are out of the Champions League at that time, which is you know. So you know, I I don't I don't uh, want to put my uh, focus on the other on the other game because you know first what we have to do is we have to try to get the three points to guarantee the Champions League spot. Then, you know, obviously the last two, three minutes of the game, it, I would be very, very curious what is happening when I know what is happening in our game. Uh, if we can, if we got the luxury of actually uh, look at the other game, because maybe we, our, the focus cannot go for another game because it's not going our way or because it's, it's, it's very close or we are drawing at the time or we are losing, you know, it could be any scenario. It's very important that we focus uh, on our game and get, and get our business done if we can. And then, of course, you know, as soon as that war game finished, the, the, the most important thing is what happened in the other, especially if we have won, um, you know, for, but we have to, we not only have to win, we have to win 3-0 uh, for, for the other game to affect uh, us in terms of the league title. But of course, if we manage in a scenario where we manage to do that, then yeah, uh, I would be desperate to, to know what happened in the other game. And if it go our way, then obviously we will be celebrating like crazy because it's, it's not a miracle, but it's close, close to, close to a miracle. Yeah. Well, Fran, best of luck on Sunday. We'll all be watching with, with bated breath and really excited to see more from this Celtic side and, and the wonderful performances that they've been putting on. So thank you for joining us this week and best of luck for Sunday. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, it means it means to us, it means a lot. Uh, we, we, we already feel, we already feel the 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 the, the fans, their passion, we feel their support and the excitement. And it's very important for us that that you know uh a few years ago, so, some, of, some of the Celtic fans, uh, they didn't know we had a women's side. And now pretty much absolutely every single fan, every single Celtic fan, they know they got a women's side and they know the women's side is doing, is doing well. So for us, that, as I said before, it's about the community, it's about the fan base, about making them happy. And hopefully they are going to be uh, watching the game and, and supporting us from home. And hopefully they, uh, if everything goes our way, they can, you know, they can have a, a beer with the friends to celebrate.